0: You're listening to the audio program, Host and Guest, hosted by me, Rick Katchke. Now here's myself, Rick Katchke. Yes, welcome to this edition of Host and Guest. I'm your host, Rick Katchke, and on today's program, I'm joined by Morgan Taylor, the creator of Gust for Yellow Gold. We'll have that interview in just a moment. Growing up, I was a huge fan of Nickelodeon, loved to watch all the shows, Are You Afraid of the Dark?, Uh, Wild and Crazy Kids?, Adventures of Pete and Pete, so many good shows. And I also really liked watching Double Dare, the competitive program hosted by Mark Summers. And when I was about 10 years old, Double Dare was supposed to come to Milwaukee. And you know they were going to do a live competition where they'd pick people from the audience. And so my mom had a game plan where we went to a store and we loaded me up with Nickelodeon-based gear. Uh, So I had a Rugrats t-shirt and... Ren and Stimpy socks, because they would be looking for someone wearing Nickelodeon-related clothing on their feet, apparently. And so I was all excited, and we went to the Mecca, which is now the U.S. Cellular Arena, and walked up to the door, and there was a sign saying it was canceled. And for me, when I was younger, I thought that canceled and sold out meant the same thing. Like, if something sold too much, they would have to cancel it. So I was mad that other people had bought tickets for the show, which makes no sense at all. We'll have the interview with Morgan Taylor in just a moment.
1: Up through your pant leg and out through your collar, you don't really find it strange. I'm into your pocket I'm counting the dollar and 70 cents in change I'm your eel I'm real Your eel you feel
0: That was a sample of the song Your Eel by my guest today Morgan Taylor Morgan is the singer-songwriter and illustrator behind Gustifer Yellowgold Gustifer is a character that came from the sun, and the CD DVD collections Mellow Fever, Wide Wild World, and Have You Never Been Mellow chronicle his adventures on Earth. While the primary audience for Gustifer Yellow Gold is children, the songs are adult friendly and undeniably catchy. I spoke with Morgan after a performance of his at the Coronado Performing Arts Center in Rockford. All right, welcome to this edition of Host and Guest. Today I'm joined by Morgan Taylor. Morgan, welcome to the program. Thanks. Now, uh, Morgan, you are the creator of Gustafur Yellow Gold. Yes, Gustafur Yellow Gold. Yes, Gustafur. Uh, I apologize for slaughtering the pronunciation. No, it's
2: fine. You know, I mean, it looks maybe the uh, the name looks kind of uh, Scandinavian. So yes. I think a lot of people gravitate towards Gustafur, but you know, it is Gustafur.
0: And for those unaware of Gustafur, could you? Tell a little bit about him, and also how you came up with Gustafur, or how you met him, I should say. Well, Gustafur
2: kind of came about very naturally, and almost, I would say, by accident. Um, Back in the 90s, I worked in this record store in Dayton, Ohio, and one of my jobs, part of my job, was to write on the board, uh, like we had this marker board, and I would write the weekly releases on it, what was coming out that coming Tuesday. And in the spare space on the marker board, I would just fill it with doodles. And um, one of the things I started doodling was this little yellow character with a pointy head, and he was doing various just weird things that I just conjured up, like, uh, you know, frying frogs on the (laughs) stovetop and and spinning records on his head and doing these things. And it was, you know, that was as far as it went, as far as, like, the the concept of that character was just something I doodled. And then many, many years later... Almost 10 years later, um, I had the idea, well, actually, my wife, Rachel, had the idea to uh, to start making picture books out of some of my, like, funnier songs that I sure. wasn't using in my rock band at the time. So I began drawing them, and all these songs were sung in first person, so I had uh, to t- decide, well, I, it's not me, Morgan, who's <laughs> saying these things, it's a different character, so what I did was I, I took the yellow pointy had a guy and I put him in these songs and all of a sudden the entire universe of Gustopher was born Sure. because I had all these songs already written like I had I'm from the sun I had your eel I had pterodactyl tuxedo the mint green bee new blue star rocket shoes like just a whole bunch of these weird little kind of cartoony sounding songs and, um, and the, the universe was born it was kind of like almost handed to me kind of just through your natural, you know, uh, creative output, I think, sure.
0: yeah. Have you ever pictured yourself being uh, a musician that gravitated more towards uh, kids or family music? Um, not, not, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, because, uh, but I've always,
2: I've noticed, now looking back at, at all the bands I've been in across, you know, it's like over 20 years of playing in bands, and you know, the band is together for a while, breaks up, form a new band, breaks up, form a new band, and that 's just the way it 's gone through through the years and um, now that looking back at all the music i 've played and all the you know bands I 've been in and things, I think the ones that last are the ones that were kind of weird and sort of funny yeah, all the projects a lot of the, actually a lot of the side projects of, of my what i w- at the time considered my serious bands. We'd have the serious band for a while, and then we kind of have to start a side project that was kind of weird, funny songs. Like, those songs are the ones that I kind of go back to and be like, well, you know what? That was the most fun. That was the most honest. Sure. So I think that's kind of what I was destined for, is sort of music with humor that was um,
0: just meant to be. Now, uh, the releases that you've had have contained a cd and a dvd which contains the music and illustrations how long does it take you to illustrate the songs i would say um probably
2: about two to three weeks per song to illustrate like the recording process is much faster just because uh you know i've i guess it's it's more media you know i mean the song is it's three minutes long and if you're lucky you can do you know a pass in one take, if you're lucky, you know. Sure. But, you know, I mean, there's... there's, But there's a certain kind of... If you're looking at something, it, it's sort the... I guess it's hard to explain, I think, the, the visual image I take more time on because it takes longer to draw and because it's like I only have to draw it once mm-hmm. and it can be really detailed and but the music somehow is... I don't know, it's just faster for me. I, I'm not really... Yeah. I feel, I'm not explaining it very well, but I feel like it's... I'm more... I've been used to making records more than yeah. I have been drawing, you know, songs. Sure. <laughs> drawing songs versus playing songs.
0: <laughs> now, uh, you've been touring for most of the past year. Yes. Uh, has there been a particular venue or a particular show that's really stood out as being a lot of fun? or? Um,
2: well, yeah, actually, the last show I did... Um, in Minneapolis was at the Cedar Cultural Center, and um, I had the the great fortune of playing with local musicians there, who happened to be some of my great musical heroes from when I was growing up. Sure, like John Munson, right? John Munson, yes. Uh, I when I was about 19 years old, I had uh, I was very fixated with this band, um, Trip Shakespeare, and it's so like 20 years later, and like. John Munson of Trip Shakespeare is now playing bass in my band for Gustafor and it's just like a dream come true as well as the other guys in that band are just amazing musicians that I've known for a long time and so that was kind of I think the peak of the tour How did you amazing. and John
0: meet? Yeah,
2: a mutual musician friend um, brought John into the fold once I, I started talking to people in Minneapolis about putting on a show mm-hmm. um, the guy I talked to said well hey I can because you know Trip Shakespeare came up in the conversation at some point. Yeah. He's like, well hey, I could probably ask John if he wants to John Munson if he wants to play. And I was like, uh 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 that would be cool. Uh, <laughs> but then yeah, so I we sent him the material and he liked it and he said yeah. And so I was like, I was in heaven. And then we yeah, we met and we played and he's just the nicest guy in the world and, and
0: um, he's still a bass guy. Now I'm also a huge uh, Trip Shakespeare fan. Oh you are? Yeah. Okay. And John's been on the show. And uh, I was just curious, do you have a favorite Trip Shakespeare song? It's
2: hard to pick. I would have to pick something off of um, um, Are You Experienced? Because that was kind of my my intro to Trip Shakespeare. That was the album they had just put out when I saw them. And um, probably like, you know, like Spirit or Reception but then there's songs on the, Across the Universe like uh, Turtle Dove mm-hmm. and Drummer Like Me, Honey Tree. I, I, I can't pick one. I can't <laughs> pick one. Um, there's there's a lot of
0: there's a lot of good stuff. Sure. What are the future plans now for Gustafur Yellow Gold? Um, I have the next batch of songs written, and
2: this next one is going to be more of a, a story from beginning to end. As opposed to the first three DVDs that exist kind of as a collection of songs as opposed to i guess I guess it it comes from playing in bands for years and just releasing albums, mm. not concept albums necessarily you know you release an album and it's twelve songs and they're all sung by the same person, but they don't aren't necessarily telling a story from beginning to end sure. but since we 're doing these family shows that's kind of the one part of it that that we've been we, we feel like we want to kind of step up to that
0: add a narrative
2: add, add, add a narrative have it be more storytelling from beginning to end so what I've done is I I, um, I wrote this story that I thought was going to be a book but now I've written songs to go along with it and now it's going to be a musical um, and the I guess the degree to how it is a musical in the classic sense of it's a musical on stage mm-hmm. we're not sure um, we're really looking into making a more involves stage production to go along with the DVD, and um, if if everything lines up right, uh, we should have a book as well. So it'll be a DVD. The next release should be a DVD and a book and a new stage show. Stage show, shows. yes. But at least it will be a DVD. I know that for sure.
0: <laughs> now, uh, some have called you a, a modern-day Dr. Seuss. How do you feel about that that compliment and living Uh, up to
2: that? I'll take it. I'll (laughs) take it. Because um, it's crazy playing in bands for years. um, You know, you start to hit your 30s, your mid 30s, and you're like, you know, still playing bars, still writing music. um, And it's sort of like, you know, you need to pay the bills, (laughs) I guess is one way to say it. Um, You need to kind of figure out a more predictable life path besides just, you know, playing loud guitars and hoping that some talent scout will discover you. So I guess that's kind of what has happened um, because th- through Gustafur, um, we have been able to, yeah, kind of make a more predictable path for ourselves and play to families and play to kids. And um, it's been really great because we play in a lot a lot of different places than I've played before we play in a lot of libraries and schools. Yeah. And now I can add... We can add like kind of uh, educational um, curriculum to visits. For instance, I'll, I'll do cartooning and songwriting workshops in schools and things like that. Yeah so it's actually kind of broadened what I've done before, but now it's more—it's more, it's, more um, it's kind of made a more attainable career out of it.
0: Now uh, every week on the show we always ask for some recommendations. Uh, so first of all, a film recommendation, a favorite movie of yours. Um, Gosh
2: That's out of the blue Question uh, <laughs> Willy Wonka And the Chocolate Factory uh, it's, it's great Everybody's probably seen that I feel like I, I need to throw out Something that no one's seen I'm, before I'm looking
0: for a 1970s French film Something obscure uh, Yes, yes
2: Those fr- uh, French I don't know about But uh,
0: yeah I would say um, Make sure you've seen Willy Wonka And also an album recommendation
2: uh, Trip Shakespeare Are you Shakespearean? Beginning the beginning of it all, I feel like yeah, because their first album, Applehead Man, but it didn't have it didn't uh, have Dan, Dan in it yet, it. and then Dan came, and all of a sudden it was it was this, it was, all the four pieces were there, and it was their first expression with all four pieces in place.
0: Uh, anything else coming up that you'd like to promote?
2: I mean, this is the end of our Mellow Fever tour. We have one show. We're playing at a Barnes and Noble tomorrow, and we're gonna do a few shows like january and february but then most everything is is kind of in preparation for the next sure next piece
0: you're gonna be on the world cafe though soon correct
2: yes in january i would like to plug
0: the world
2: cafe live show <laughs> in january thanks you know my schedule better than i do
0: <laughs> try, i try <laughs> so, thanks so much for being on host and guest my pleasure thanks a lot thanks again to morgan for joining me on the program For more information, be sure to visit gustapheryellowgold.com. Typically, our closing theme song is done by Tiny Folk, and you can check out all of his music at Last.fm. But Morgan was kind enough to give me permission to use one of his songs, New Blue Star.
1: Bye.